But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Becky, we can we can go on a cruise together. Come on. Ow. Wait. <laughs> you wanna go on the cruise with me? You I mean my friend I'll Debbie. For real. I'll go on a cruise I with you. I think you guys should go. I think you guys are having we'll a lot of fun. Up. Trust me. We're, we'll we're already like we already got it pre-planned. Yeah, it's gonna be are, on my I'm, birthday. I'm it's it's no, right after my birthday. Oh, speaking up. of birthdays, my birthday is coming up. up. When is my your birthday's rejection. coming up too. All right, all right. Let's go ahead and bring this episode in. First off, before we even bring the episode in, we smoking on that turbo pack. <laughs> smoking on that turbo pack. Turbo got smoked today, but we're yes, gonna get to did. that. Uh, let me go turbo ahead and bring the episode came in. in with something stuck up his ass. He what really the did. Fuck? He really yes. did. It, yeah. it, it was the worst. Um, so upset. Okay. <laughs> What's really good, posters? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Robert Stewart Jr. She is Becky at GIF Master Bex. And today we are rolling up that Turbo Pack. Turbo got fucking smoked by rookies. <laughs> His whole challenge legacy is tarnished. But, but, before we get into that, uh, just on a serious note, um, there's somebody on Twitter. Uh, her at is Cher Delaware. Her name is Sherilyn. I don't know her personally, but we follow on Twitter. We know some of the same people. Everything I hear from her is, um, you know, she's a wonderful person, a great mom. Uh, recently fell into uh, some health issues. I'm not going to blow it all up. Just check her out at Cher Delaware. I uh, just want to give her a big shout out and let you know that uh, me and the whole LWC it's praying for your good health, and we always got your back when it's show support in any way. When I was talking with the Challenge Fandom podcast, one of the things we talked about was the good and the bads of the Challenge Fandom. And of course, you know, when Carver Maria was at her height and the Stan Twitter and all of that was going back and forth, that was a low. But when the Challenge community comes together, uh, we're able to accomplish some really good things. A lot of people showing her love. She's always been on the Challenge Twitter and wrestling Twitter. So I just want to show her a little bit of love, let her know that we're thinking about her and wishing her the best. Challenge Twitter has its toxic tendencies, but it definitely has its highs where you're Absolutely. like, okay, like we're, we're all good people. We just get hyped about this show that we all love and we defend our faves. And sometimes it's not in the nicest way. <laughs> right. Facts. But, but when it's time to come through for, for people who we mess with and, and people we care about, and for people who need our help, you know, I, I think the challenge community does a pretty good job at stepping up. I've so, met some amazing people that have become really close friends of mine from Stan Twitter. Same, same here. So just want to give her a big shout out, let you know you're on all of our minds. And we know you're going to kick that ass because you're tough like that. So you got this. Big Keep shout out positive. to you. Moving on. Let's go ahead and start this episode. Bananas is back. Nani is back. How do we feel about that? I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Fucking love it. Because they are true right and dies. They are a formable fucking team. We talk about one of the best first place people, one of the best second place people in Nani. So very excited <laughs> to have them back. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm excited that they're there because I feel like Johnny brings an added dimension of drama and life to the show. I mean, I've seen quite a bit of it. He knows how to run the show. 
there's been a lot of diminishing since they have kind of called some of the bigger players out. So it's it's just been very bland, I think is the best way of saying it. So I feel like he's going to really spice it up. But what upsets me, I guess is the best way of saying it, is that they didn't have to do anything. He just said, Nani and Bananas, here they are. And I was like, um, okay, but they're not going to have to do anything to be in the house. They're just going to be like dropped in. I think that's I think that's the twist. Almost kind of like how Invasions were. Invasions was set up upon the premise that all of these people are going to be competing. None of them are champions. We're going to have a new champion. And then, boom, a bunch of champions come in and fuck you up. Look at the people they're bringing in. They're either big dogs or champions. True. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to remember, by bringing this team in, they changed the whole dynamic of the game now. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know you got a seven-time champ. You got to try to figure out how to get him out the game. Because if you keep him in the game... The longer he stays in, the most likely he's going to get that first place prize. But here's my question. How much training did Devin do on in the offseason? We know his, his track record in the finals hasn't been all that great. Can he seal the deal and get to first place, or is he going to lag in second? So we that's something that we haven't seen. So we're going to find out this season how much in shape Devin really is, and we're going to see if Johnny has what it takes coming off of retirement pretty much because he's been gone for a good little while to see if he's still got something left in the tank. You know, it's funny you say that because – not necessarily, not necessarily about Devin, but about bananas. Bananas looking a little thick. He was so, thick. I mean, he, he he looks thick, but he doesn't look like he's out of shape. Let's, no, but let's look at his thick-ish. history, though. Let's look Lost. at his history. The last time he went to a final was uh, when he came back from a long sit down. Was rivals uh, two? Okay, so who beat them? CT, CT, and uh, uh, West. Okay, but so, let's just be honest. When they put CT and West together, that that was yeah, that was a, that was nobody all was gonna win but like against them. It just wasn't gonna happen. And bananas coming off a long uh sit down, two seasons. Reclaim be his, fine. yeah, be reclaim fine. His, that was more than two seasons. Then he sat down. Come on now, so no, total madness, no. right? Yes, so so it matters. That's so the last that time. Was but there's been a lot of space. You got to think about it. Not because really. the thing is, is you got to think about it. Also, the Challenge USA jumped in there, so there was that. That such there was there was years in between. A right. year and a half. Yeah, so, year and a half. A year and a half. Happen. Versus months in you know the way they were doing it because he be was fine. on those back to back shows. Be fine. It's a year and a half. All right, let's go ahead and jump into some A block drama. I think he just gained some muscle. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's he's dad botting it yet. No, nah, you know, David, it's, it's this muscle. So, a couple of interesting things happened before the daily, and we're going to talk about them. One, Bananas makes a joke at Turbo, and Turbo takes it exactly how we think that he was going to take it. What uh, happened 90... to my baby boy? Yes, Nani finds out Casey went home. Banana is bunking with Devin. Uh, and Nani links with Loru and Tori, and we get the uh, we we get the whole uh, Nani backstory. And the last thing was uh, Tori and Devin and Tori talk about her mental health. Let's go ahead and just uh, jump into this bananas and turbo conversation. 
Bananas made a simple joke. And of course, Turbo takes it bad. Becky, you're our resident um, uh, Turbo stan. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? It's not cute anymore. Listen, listen, cute. I'm telling you, like, there's nobody more disappointed than me that Turbo is doing what he's doing right now. I was like, I the Turbo that I love is the Turbo from War of the Worlds 1, who was having a good time, who was happy to be there. It's like almost like he didn't want to be there. He was just angry at everything. Like he just, I, I don't know what it was. I don't know what's wrong with him. I'm very disappointed. Everybody knows I love Turbo. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm officially divorcing myself from Turbo because this is not the Turbo I like. I don't know who this is. This, this guy, he's kind of scary. He looks like he would, you know, use the knife. Turbo, <laughs> Turbo can sit his ass down with his no humor ass. And I know that there's a language barrier and there's an issue with, you know, a difference there. But but even but people were honestly joking about him, with him in World of Worlds one and he didn't have the same reactions. So I right. don't know what the situation is that all of a sudden caused this. Change. He was in two action movies and got a big head and, and they put a championship belt. Um, what did they say in Lord of the Rings? They said, um, uh, if you think, um, what do you say? He said, if you think, a, uh, oh yeah, if you think a, like a wild dog is hard to control, wait until you put a crown on his head or some shit like that. Tyrion said that shit, whatever. But <laughs> basically, you know, some he already had a big shit? head. Yeah. He had a big head and it's even bigger now. And his ego is out of fucking control. I mean, and this is a game a show that that revolves around big egos. Look at Bananas. Look at West. Look at Kenny Santucci. These guys' egos are out of this world, but they can still find a way to be somewhat like Even likeable. CT. You remember old CT's ego was oh, crazy. Yeah. Out of control. This guy's out of control, and at some point, I mean, we see how this episode plays out. Let's go ahead and move on to Bananas bunking with Devin, and Devin not necessarily hating it. Right. How far these two have come. Yes, very well, far. Well, you know, Devin did eat a big shit sandwich where he basically, you know, kind of apologized to Bananas for his reactions and shit to get, come back on the show. It seems to be working out in his favor. I guess that's how you get calls back. Mm. You, you got to kiss the ring, right? Because that's what to. happened. Got to kiss the ring. Devin kissed the ring. Do you think... All right, totally off subject a little bit. Do you think Paulie has to kiss the ring to and, and to to get the call back? Yes, I have think to. so. Yes, I it, think it, Polly and Polly and Car are going to have the same issue. I mean, Cara, I, don't, I don't think they're no, doing I don't, though. I don't think Polly has the same issue. I, I, I honestly think Polly has too much. Well, I think honestly, Polly probably would because he's the type of person he wants to be on the show. He. Yes. And I think if if that was the option where he said, if I have to apologize, I will, because I want to be on the show. I don't think Kara would, though. But I don't no. think Kara will. I think Kara's no. got too much pride in the game where she just won't allow it to happen. And and a lot of things is it's unfair for her to have to do that. 100%. She shouldn't have to. Because the thing is, is Jemmy, as much as I'm not a big fan of Jemmy, she said it right. She dedicated 10 years of her life to this show. And literally became the face of this show just to get smacked down because she didn't agree with them and their 
and what they wanted to do, which is an unfair situation. Like she, she didn't want to bow down to them. And I think that that's just a hit to them as a, as an overall. And it just fucking sucks. But I don't think Kara will. And honestly, I hope, I kind of hope she doesn't because I want them to suffer a little bit and maybe them come to her. But I don't know if that's going to happen. I think they are also too prideful. I mean, you're not going to really find another female like Carl Maria, even if you try to find it with this new uh, wave of people that they're bringing in. Um, there is only one Carl Maria, uh, and there's still, at the end of the day, when it does settle, it's going to be Carl Maria just on a, alone. One of the dominant female uh, MB, MTV challenge. Just a crazy comeback chance. story. Yes. Like it's just a complete change in character and overall she grew up on the show mm-hmm. very much similar to CT. Yeah. And I think people said like imagine CT and Kara coming through instead of bananas and Nani or even that would like, have set that would have set Oh yeah, that, that, that would have set, set this whole thing off. Yeah. All right. So moving on, we get Devin and Tori. Uh they sit down and it was really cool to see how close they've actually become. And how supportive Devin is. I mean, Devin was a guy who I couldn't stand for a long time. I really, really, uh, you know, turned the corner on him. Um, But to see Tori talk about, you know, how her mental health declined and the stuff that she took to get it fixed and to get it handled, we got to take some insight on that. Uh, How did it make you guys feel? How did you guys respond to that? I mean... It doesn't really lighten her character for me because I feel like just the way she acted over the last few seasons has just not been a good situation. And when you have me backing up Jordan, of all people who I can't stand uh, at all in life, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. And I know mental health issues are difficult and hard. And I hope she gets her shit you know, straight, and especially with the foreshadowing that's happening. <laughs> uh, and we all know Jordan was coming. So this is going to be a shit show and we'll see how she handles it. Especially uh, with her <laughs> saying that she's had such a difficult time with her mental health. You know what? I want to meet Tori at some point. I know I've missed my opportunity when I was in California, but uh, I, sooner or later, I'm going to get a chance to go one-on-one. But I'm not a huge Tory fan. I'm beware, and I wish her well in her mental health and everything. But that's nothing I'm gonna really touch uh, real heavy on because I'm not a real hardcore fan of her. And and that's totally fine. Uh, I'm not a huge Tory fan either. But I do love how everybody is viewing mental health these days. I remember coming up and growing up. You know, it was always, oh, this person is crazy. Or this person, you know, is, is schizo or whatever. And the fact that we now have a little bit more information, it's a little bit more normalized, and people are taking the steps to make themselves better. I always love the fact because anything that makes somebody a more productive, a more kind person, a more stable person, those are never bad things. And seeing these things on TV and seeing people go through it might give somebody else the strength to do it. So I love, I love the scene. I thought it was very well handled and I thought it was shown very well. 
to you know to make because they could have really flipped that and made her sing crazy play some loony music in the background like oh here goes crazy to-. and you know it, it was handled with the care that it should have been handled uh you know mental health is actual health so i mean if you think about how they treated someone like tanya who obviously had mental health issues um and struggles um and they just exasperated it they made it so much worse and it was it was you good could tv tell is that, what it was it, it was and it you look at it now and you go wow this girl is really unraveling someone needs to help her i and i hope she's in a good place now i, have, I haven't heard anything about an update on her life in a really long time but just to kind of give y'all a sneak peek of behind the scenes a little bit since i've seen it just a little bit uh, you, when you actually sit down and read one of these contracts that they actually sign, you are pretty much selling your soul to MTV. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, you kind of bring it upon yourself with the mental health side because they don't really prepare you uh, on what's next if you get uh, on one of these shows. Well, I mean, they've always said, like, even on other shows, like other competition shows, they're like, these people get off these shows and all of a sudden just their mental health takes a dive. There's no kinds of therapy. I think even Polly's talked about how he has to, when he leaves these shows, he goes to therapy for weeks to kind of get his head on straight. But because- why haven't this been, um, why haven't this been brought? No, why haven't the production uh, provided something for Because they don't think it's this? their problem. That's the thing. They don't think it's their problem. It doesn't because think there's a responsibility. Costly. Therapy for 30 people, not including, uh, you know, production staff. Yeah, that's, that's true. Probably, probably adds up. And technically, they're in, and technically they're independent contractors. They're not employees of MTV. Exactly. So, and the challenge is an insanely expensive show. Check this out. Do you know why MTV plays ridiculousness 30 times a day? No. So they can pay because, for the challenge? Because, yes. It's cheap. And people watch it. Do you know how much it costs to put Rob Deerdeck, two of his friends, behind a green screen? Costs nothing. Those clips, they hit people up. They're like, hey, we want to use your clip for the show. We'll give you $200. Who's going to say no? Man, and if they you say just no, have Wild and Out, clip. like on rerun. I'll do Wild and Out. Wild and Out is, is, but that's also another show that doesn't cost a lot. Those shows pays for things that cost a lot, like Siesta Key, like The Challenge, because when it goes to produ- when it comes to producing show, Teen Mom. <laughs> yeah, but that's another thing. Yeah, Teen Mom isn't insanely expensive to shoot. Even no, though the people are starting to cost crazy. more. And when people cost too much, they're written out. But let's go ahead and move on to the daily. Today's daily is going to be called Balancing Act. But first, TJ has a surprise for us. Emmy's out. She's had enough. She doesn't want to do this. She's cool. After one one challenge. She's out. She was Taking cold. Nam with her. Like, what the fuck? Nam is sitting over there. He's just tight. He's in tears. I, I, th- I think it might be over for this guy. He just has the worst fucking luck when it comes to the challenge. I actually feel for him because I feel like he would be pretty decent and he's an all around good guy, but he's going to be out. He looks so disappointed and sad. I was like, oh, poor Nam. It like, was. It was sad and it was disappointing. Nam needs a hug. Yo, big facts. So 
TJ decides to bring in another team. Who does he bring in? He brings Casey and Kenny back. He brought wallpaper. So, <laughs> man, they must have cleared COVID protocols in fucking record time. But two days. But also, it was the a amount really of cool false scene. Positives that are out there too, though you gotta understand, it might have even been a false positive. That's also true. But it was also really cool to see Casey come out and how excited Nani was. And, you know, we got the whole Nani, um, you know, her backstory about her mother passing uh, surprisingly. I thought it was really cool to say. I thought it was really cool to see. Today was a Nani episode. Nani was just thriving this whole entire episode. After all of these years, she could still run a whole episode by herself. And I love seeing this, this, um, this version of Nani, this really competitive. I'm not here to party. I'm in a pretty healthy relationship and happy. Well, the funny thing is, is when Nani's been in relationships, because that's why she was off the show for a long period of time, is because she was in a relationship and the guy didn't want her to go on the show. Mm. So, so she, that when she ended up breaking up with him is when she ended up coming back. So I think this is a situation where she's got not only a positive influence on the show and I'm sorry, Casey's dull as as dishwater. Um, so she probably calms down Nani's. It's a, it's a yin and yang thing. You got to find someone to to mellow you out. Like I'm crazy and I'm loud. I need someone to mellow me out. That's kind of what it is. You can't have two crazies. That's what probably why Nani and, and, and Bananas never worked out. They were two really loud, crazy people together. And that's just as explosive. See, I would have went with Adam, but okay. <laughs> but Adam. Yeah. From the Nani and Adam. Oh, I know. Again, I didn't watch Nani season. He was on the challenge. I have no idea who this dude he is. He got kicked off for punching um uh CT. Um, not not CT. Um Ooh. not that Adam. Ty. Oh, Oh, yeah. oh, 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 okay. I yeah. know oh look about. at that. Am I the challenge historian now? Look at that. Anyway. I, I mean, I'll be honest. He what, what was the last time he was on the show? Uh, <laughs> did one se- yeah, yeah, he did that one season. Was, Do you know how many people were named Adam on this show? Come on now. Three? Anyway, the daily balancing act. Got to jump off a platform into the water, swim up to a container. You got to go to a balancing platform in the middle, and you and your partner got to balance it out. Not surprisingly, Bananas and Nani gets the win. They wanted to set the tone. You know, Nani was very motivated. She gets the win. They show why they are the champions and the second place champions that they are. It was great. <laughs> Let's talk about some of our favorite moments and some of our least favorite moments from today's daily. I got to say, one of my favorite moments was watching Fessy's big goofy ass just fall <laughs> off. It was the funniest shit in the world. Uh, he got DQ'd. A shitload of people got DQ'd, but I love seeing Horatio and Olivia beast the fuck out of this daily. Mm-hmm. But what, what, <laughs> Nelly T, man. Scuba Nelly almost, is always bro. funny. Scuba Nelly is always funny. That cracked me up when he almost like, failed. Oh this daily, you know, the first part of this daily was dramatic as fuck. Like people just hanging on and the balance. And I thought it was a really great daily and a really exciting one, even though. 70% of the people fucking shit the bed. Yeah, that's true. What about for y'all? What were some of y'all favorite moments from today's daily? 
Nelly fought, almost falling off. He oh, <laughs> showed yeah. both, and then I was like, oh. Uh, but he hilarious. held on, though. He held on strong. He did. He did. Oh, Lord. I, I mean, I did, I did enjoy watching... Like, I was like, is it really that hard? Like, I could understand, but it, it seems hard. like people didn't know how to swing. <laughs> like, I can understand not hitting the thing, but how many people just went... <laughs> You have no upper body strength at all. Like No, none at all. But the thing is, is I was a little sad that they didn't get the second option to try and go again versus like the minute you fall in the water, you're DQ'd. I was fine with that because if you fall into the water, you got to climb up. You're not going to win. It was a waste. The waste of, of camera space and time. Then. Yeah. Nobody got the time for that. But yeah, no, watching um, some of the girls hang on and really climb up. And kind of the, the you know, G.I. Jane moments almost kind of happen. Um, I did enjoy watching Fessy, like, literally topple down like a... Like, <laughs> you know what? From from all of the shit that we got in the Challenge USA and the shit from Spies, Lies, Allies, this was one of the most exciting, well-shot dailies that we've seen in a long time. I thought this was a great daily. And they, I think it was exciting. It was finally something that got some energy in it. Yeah, and we've seen versions of, of this daily in the Challenge USA and Spies, Lies, Allies. I think this one was really, really good. It was really great to see. Uh, hats off for the daily. But Bananas and Nani gets the win. They take it back to the house. And Nani, being the excellent friend that she is, goes to Turbo. And I'm guessing, I'm sorry, you can never convince me that Nani did not know that this, that this was going to happen. She goes to Turbo and says, we begin a lot of word that you were interested in going into elimination. Do you want to go into elimination? And Turbo acts the way that we thought he all was going to. Now, not getting really into Turbo's behavior. Let's get into Nani's behavior. I don't think that she asked it in an incorrect way. I think she did do a good job of communicating clearly. We do know that there is a language barrier for how they're going to interact. I thought she explained it pretty fucking clear. It was pretty easy. Tamara was there to help decipher it too. Um, but do you think that in the back of 90s mind, she says, I'm going to bring this to Turbo. Turbo is going to act a certain way. And this would be a good chance to get rid of him. I think I, I think that in the back of her head, she knew that this was going to play out exactly the way that. No, the way that I think happened. she was. I think she was more in a, a shock because she considered him a friend. If I'm coming to you, look, this game aside, it's friend to friend. I'm talking to you, friend to friend. Fuck the game right now. I'm asking you a question. She was in total shock. I mean, I don't feel like she went in there with no pre-plan uh, in her mind saying, well, I think he's going to act a certain way and we're going to get him out. She thought he was going to actually talk to her. I don't think Nani thinks that far in advance. <laughs> like, no. I don't think that that's like ever thought in her mind of like, and the... I think that he was just surprised at the fact that it was somebody who was somebody he considered a friend that said, do you want to go into elimination? And I think he thought of it as an aggressive thing versus mm. not. And I'm not expecting this from you. Like I would expect it from bananas because bananas is an ass, but you're my friend. Oh, so, I'm pretty sure bananas had his hand in this just a little Oh, bit. I'm sure he did. But the, I could see him doing this in advance. I can't see her doing it in advance. But um, I think honestly... Listen, it, honestly, Nani... 
That's true. <laughs> he ain't lying. He ain't lying on that one. This thing. is Wait. well in her repertoire. Free agents. Yeah. Oh no, but she didn't do it for a slice of pizza. Yeah, it was about a slice of pizza. He about right mm. on that one though. Johnny Riley was not a bad looking uh-uh. guy. Why he, not? Yeah. She was single. But, yeah. but the pizza. You know he a popo now. Uh <laughs> he is. Yeah, he a police officer. I can see that. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to the interrogations. <laughs> I can't. Um bananas automatic automatically because of how things played out, uh, wants to take out turbo, which is great. Um, but to take out turbo. You're going to need people who can take out Turbo. And Turbo is untested in elimination, so really don't know what we're going to get. But he knows that the rookies are making a move, and nothing. Bananas hates nothing more than to put fucking rookies in their place. So he already doesn't, touch, he already doesn't trust Jay, and he goes all out. He, he wants to take out anybody close to him. So he just says, hey, let's put them all in. One of them is going to have to hit. Uh, he calls down Michelle, Jay, Johnny Raven, Turbo, and Tamara, Horatio, and Olivia. Uh, you know, when the interrogations go on, I think the Horatio and Olivia thing went pretty well. It was just like, you did really well, but you're aligned with the wrong people. I loved how Johnny played this because Johnny put everything on Johnny. Bananas put everything on Johnny. Like, hey, he already said that he's coming after vets. So you and anybody who's connected to him is right. going to get it. It's on him. It made him look less spiteful, and he was able to get information. He's trying to draw this information out yep. about this, this alliance, and he's trying to break it up. What is but this issue with Jay? Jay dated oh, Morgan. Morgan. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that just yeah. came, that memory. Right. It's okay. Um, Johnny shows just how well he understands this game, and you could tell about how, you could tell definitely about how the way he played it. Um, what's your guys' take on the interrogation and how it went down? I mean, I think it went as about as well as it could. Um, Rookie's not really having a lot to offer on the table. And they're easy targets. And I didn't... The fact that Turbo didn't even want to listen... Shameful. It's mm-hmm. just... I, I get that you're mad, but... I don't get what he's so get, mad about. Get over it. Get over it and do the... He could have said, I don't want to go into elimination right now. I mean, he should have just let his partner do the politic portion of it. He obviously... It worked out well for him with Nani when he and Nani were together. That's Nani. His partner is a rookie who don't know nobody. Yeah, but she apparently at least knows how to fucking have a conversation. And she doesn't know shit. She's listening to everything Turbo is telling her. How much stuff does she get to say in this in, in this interrogation? No, she could have smoothed things over. She could have talked a little bit. No, Turbo told her to shut her mouth, and she did. Right, because that's her ride or die, and she said, "I'm a roll with it," which that was the mistake that she did. So that screwed over their gameplay. But in my opinion, uh, uh, Johnny did what a true champion do. Uh, get some of the the line people and break it up. You know, you yep. investigating and interrogating to see uh which way you going. You either rolling with the vets or we gonna cut your throat. Simple exactly. Nipping it in the bud. Yep. That's that's exactly what he was doing. And he wanted to get Turbo out. He wanted to break up this alliance, and he's getting to do both. So kudos to him. I mean, there's a reason why he why he's the champ. Now we're moving on to club night. 
not a lot really happens. Uh, Norisa's purple top during this whole interview was just the cutest fucking thing in the world. I thought it was amazing. Just want to oh, put yeah. that out there. Um, Agreed. But we get to the only so thing really pretty. exciting. So pretty, right? I can't. She's Gorgeous. so pretty. It's not fair. So <laughs> you pre- pretty too. Uh, I want to be too. pretty like Norisa. You pretty too, Becky. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, I mean, don't placate me. Listen. Moving on to club night, the only thing of interest that happens is Loru takes a liking to Horatio. That was interesting. Uh, Are you surprised? Have you seen Horatio? (laughs) She loves them little pretty white boys. I don't think he's white. No, he he ain't white. No, he ain't white. Or, well, he's mixed. No, he ain't white. But he's white passing. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we call white passing. I'm I'm white passing. I, 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 I give you that. Um, but interesting link up first off first off jesus christ he loves he loves uh olivia he really does he's so fucking in love with her and he is you can tell we all can tell he's in love with her and and she is just got him as a friend for boosting up her self-esteem or whatever it is that girls keep guys just friends are so bad i feel bad for the guy but you're like a brother to me. Oh, 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 oh fuck! I was hollering. God damn! But Loru, I know how to break a guy's heart. Loru is interested in him, and she's kind of the exact opposite of him. You know, he seems to be—he's athletic, she's athletic, but he's shy. She says whatever's on his mind. I think Olivia pointed out like this may be the kind of girl you need, and I—I'm digging it. I'm digging it for both of them. I think, you know, and, and most importantly, Horatio seems like a generally cool, chill kind of guy. And I really like him. I find him very likable. Hey, and linking up with Laurel is never, never really a bad, bad idea. thing. Never a bad idea. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And she ain't that tall. So I'm like, oh, what's up? You said she ain't that tall? No, she's not that tall. Is it like she's she 5'10 or 11 or something? She looks pretty tall. Nah, she's, trust, she's like an inch taller than me. And is how it? tall are you? I'm 5'9". So she's Laura like 5'10". Well, I, wait, I guess Raya said 5'10 or 11? She's 5'10". Right. Whatever. She's tall. She's okay. massive. And she... I, anyway. <laughs> I, remember, I'm I've five, seen her in I person. am 5'4.75". So, listen. The question I have for I'm you sure, guys I'm is, sure. do, do we ship this? Horatio and Laurel, do we ship this? I think they'll hook up. They look cute together. Of course they're going to hook up. All Loru has to say is open sesame and they're hooking up. I mean. That's true. I would have been. Yeah. It is what it is. If Loru wants to hook up, they will. Why are you making that face? Because of the open sesame thing you're going? Oh my God. Scissor me, daddy ass. Fuck you. What the fuck? You're an asshole. I'm done. You guys, watch, you guys don't watch wrestling? AEW? Scissor me, daddy ass? Scissors. <laughs> oh, you do. <laughs> Chicks. Oh, oh yeah, that's super throwback. That is that's let's super. See who, let's see who remembers that one. Scissors. Oh, Chicks. All right. <laughs> so. Do you remember that, Robert? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> you weren't here for that portion of it, but it's a throwback right there. Oh, all right. all right. Before we go to the elimination, <laughs> we got to talk about the uh, the Jay and Michelle interrogation. Oh my God! Now, now Jay and Bananas, 
they're they're just never gonna be cool. It just is gonna be what it is. They, they these motherfuckers are just, just gonna beef until they die. But Michelle, technically, Morgan's the bad one because she cheated. Technically, I don't so, think she cheated. I think it was just. I think the listen, time frame they was kind of close. They kissed. They kissed before they broke up. At least the kiss happened. Because she admitted to kissing him before they broke up. It's a kiss. You know, like, grow the fuck up, guys. Grow I can see up. if y'all was smashing, but no, it's a kiss. It's like, well, you know, no, I think Jay, I mean, yeah. Just, <laughs> that doesn't up. necessarily mean but that where that ends. I'm not, I'm not really worried about Jay on this. He didn't hit that. He didn't hit it? No, I said he didn't. Jay is not the one I'm worried about on here. The one that, the one that I really want to discuss is Michelle. And the fucking tears that was streaming, and how much she loves Nani, and yada yada yada. And Nani's just looking at her like, "That was just gameplay." That's all that you was. You think? I yeah. thought you were my friend. Y'all, y'all never watched Survivor. Y'all need to watch Survivor. Yeah, please. From okay, Jay said remember, that. Yeah. Jay said that. He's like, "Is this how you won Survivor?" So give us a little bit of insight on Michelle's gameplay. Is this something that she has done before? Yeah, she's done this in her in, in her game from what I can remember. I gotta go back and re- refresh my memory on some of them. What season but, is she? Uh, I can't remember. It's been season so 41. long. Uh, she won her season. Uh, did I watch that full? I don't think I watched that full season. I think I watched towards the end. But yeah, she she acts. She's an actor. A lot of these people act. You gotta pay attention to the tendencies on how they act when the cameras are rolling. So ah, so uh, she might be full of shit then. Yeah, pretty much. And Nani probably picked up on that somewhat. Like, yeah, we're yeah. friends, but come on, we we ain't that tight. Fuck out right. of here. All right, <laughs> fair enough. She was on Survivor. Oh God, I'm not even gonna pronounce that right. K A O H R O N G. And then she was also on Winners at War. Yeah, she was on Winners at War. I remember her Winners at cool. War. Cool. So moving on to the elimination. Today's elimination is going to be called Memory Lane. Uh, Nani and Bananas decide to pull the trigger on Turbo. They throw him down there, which I thought was a very bold move. I love the way how Loru talked about how this is just like, this is the only time that Turbo's ever been quiet while Nani talked. And I, I felt everything that Loru said about that. What, what, what was that hand sign? 32. Oh, 32. What? Okay. The season 32. Oh, I, I, I didn't know at all. Sorry, so, I, was, I was Googling while you were talking. Sorry, go ahead. So all of the teams come down. Johnny Raven, um, Michelle J, Turbo and Tamara, and Horatio and Olivia. Turbo's going directly in. Now, everybody got pulled Soccer. the safe dagger. Now, Jay pulls the safe dagger. Michelle doesn't want him to save Johnny. Because, you know, being linked to him, you know, you're going to have a target on your back. You know, but Jay is worried about if I don't pick him, then I'm going to be seen as disloyal. Catch 22. Who are you siding with? Honestly, Jay. No, no, no. If you're Jay. Okay. So, 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 you, so you're siding with uh, Jay's decision. Yeah. Why? Because I think he's right. I think at the end of the day, he made promises and he's staying loyal to his friend. Like, that's the same thing with Nellie and Corey. Just they're they're friends, so they can't say each other's name. But we we I mean we saw Corey and Nelson's relationship actually grow because I mean we've seen them at odds before. But Nelson went and said, "Look, 
throw me in. Okay. I I know well, Corby's that, life. We, we hang out. That's totally different from what's going on now. We don't know nothing about Jay and um uh what's it, Johnny, uh the guy, the rookie. We don't Listen, know. Listen, when you're the- in the trenches together, you become family. <laughs> what are you, Vin Diesel? This is money on the line. He caught, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. This move right here can cost him. I'm making dollar. excuses because I like Jay. That's I don't care really about you what I'm doing right Jay. now. You I need like to look Jay at too. the money amount. The money amount is what's going to get you uh, towards the end of the game. So, Rob, are you going with Michelle's decision? Who Who's decision? Michelle's, Michelle's decision to not save Johnny. Yes, I'm going uh, to Michelle's decision. She told that him, why, why you think, don't judge me, why do you think she won a million dollars on Survivor? She made those tough calls. So why, I do not trust Jay. I would not align myself with Jay because I know how what he- What did Jay do? The he's boy, not a winner. He's not a winner because his season- he made some bonehead moves too. So when he came over to the challenge, I already knew his game. So I wasn't buying into if he's going to make it to a final. He hasn't even made a final in Survivor. So how do you think he's going to make a final in the challenge? I, I get both sides. I would say that I would side with Jay with this one. I'm going to tell you why. He's right. <laughs> Jay, I'm glad to see Jay back. And Jay is probably going to be on a couple of these things. You got to be loyal. You can't crush your people. If this is supposed to be your man, you guys are in it together, don't cross him. Because if he crosses him now, everybody on that stage don't want to be friends with him or, or don't want to work with him within the game. Even if it might fuck up this season, check this out. For this whole entire season, the person who he's protecting has won 50% of the dailies. So they can probably hold their own somewhat. So don't be disloyal because right now that's Jay's only friend in the game. That's true. But you are looking at the twists and turns. You don't know what's going to happen. So by you, by well, you, it's still early in the game. So yeah, but you don't, you don't side with a rookie uh, ever in this type of game He's in, the in an alliance you got to protect people who's in your alliance yeah and that's why they were exposed and that's what the but point but he didn't Johnny say he did it because of him being in alliance he said this is my friend yeah I know that even having your alliance exposed doesn't mean you start tearing away your alliance it's still your alliance it's still the best chance you got and it makes other people say you know what if he didn't throw his friend in, maybe I should work with him. He won't throw me in. And if they win a couple and it gets, this is why winning dailies is important. Because when you win dailies, you have a little bit of power. And, and you Jay can and Michelle the game. are strong competitors. They they could feasibly win a few of these dailies. I, w- I would definitely say, I would definitely put them more towards the top end. No, no. With Johnny and Nani into the game, coming changing that. No, no, Johnny and Nani automatically comes in on top. But that's a normal thing. Even, even with them there. I would still put Jay, because Jay and Michelle are pretty much kind of running this alliance, and you still got Michelle playing the vet side of things. And she's great at politics. You we'll can already see. see she's doing she's doing a good job at, at doing her politics. But so. Rob, I will give you this. Jay's best chance is flipping on the rookies. Yes. And getting on the vet but side. But at the right time. Yes. At the right time. Actually, in reality, it, yeah. it, all, this, it, it may early. be too late. 
It may yeah. be too late by now. Getting in early would have been best for him because mm-hmm. once once Jordan shows up, once Darrell shows up, his spot just keeps going. It's going to yeah. just keep on dropping. Well, I mean, I guess it kind of depends on who Jordan decides to work with because at the end of the day, there's because the the people who are connected to Tory may not be people he wants to work with. If you, my boy, I'm telling you straight up, before we even touch ground, this is how I'm playing my game, dog. I'm saying, look, if I presented an opportunity to cross paths to further myself in the game, I'm taking it. Don't take it personally because you're my boy. You're going to steal my boy. We're going we're gonna, to uh, uh, kick it when we get back. We're not boys if he cost me a million dollars. We're not yeah. boys. We're going at it. I mean, we either way, it. either way, no matter who they chose, they would have won anyway because the entire house would have ended up helping uh, mm-hmm. John and sick. Johnny but, and his partner to win. I don't remember her name to save my life. Raven. Raven. Yeah, they they would have ended up helping them to try and get Turbo and and um his partner out anyway. So 100%. I think that it, I think at this point it was just kind of I think he showed loyalty to a friendship and I think that gives him some good grace. But I guess we'll see how it plays out at the end of the day. It may bite him in the ass. You never know. Maybe Johnny will will. appreciate the fact that he was a loyal person. And what the fuck is he going to do about it? What what you going to do with loyalty? How are you going to pay your rent uh, off loyalty? That's the question. By winning winning a challenge. And and loyalty has paid off. Let's not not pretend like loyalty means nothing. But let's go ahead and jump into this uh, eliminations, memory lane, it's pretty. It's pretty simple. You got to run. You got to flip the cards, and you got to match them. Now, I know Turbo's head was about to explode when TJ was just like, "This is a game about communication." And if any, <laughs> for anybody who said that the challenges are rigged towards certain people, case in fucking point. Case in point, right here. Well, him and his partner seem to communicate fine. Yes, but come on, this is something. For a reason. This isn't. This isn't something for Turbo to really exceed in. This isn't a pole wrestle or something like that. It's a janky elimination. And mm-hmm. jank, janky eliminations is how you get the tough people out. You mean like Light Bright? Yes. <laughs> Where Devin got Johnny out? <laughs> yes. That's basically That's janky, how he got Johnny that, But you know what, though? That also could have gone any either way, though. Yeah. Either Easily. way. Easily. But Jay... I mean, I'm sorry, not Jay. Fucking Horatio and Olivia smoke turbo mm-hmm. smoke them and 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 that's exactly what we're doing right now we're smoking in that turbo pack that's right but let's just be turbo. honest 99 percent of the reason they won was because everybody was selling where it was it is part of the game we've seen it before we've seen people bitch and moan about oh I'm the, not, the peanut gallery is helping it. them no it, it, it comes with the game the house wanted him out yes. um, but the thing is is they even said it as long as they the thing is is if they acknowledge and they did we wouldn't have won if you guys wouldn't have helped us. They did, they and even props. even Horatio and Olivia are saying we can't necessarily trust them just because they helped us because oh, it's not it was it was a means to an end. It they wanted necessity. to get rid of them. And one of the toughest guys in the game just got eliminated. So let me I ask think you Turbo guys a question. Would have caused a lot of trouble at the end of the day with his abilities. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm not even gonna lie. Turbo really surprised me with his exit interview. He was just like, "Yeah, there's some bullshit." And he was just like, I really still want 90 to win. And I don't really like bananas, but I hope bananas and 90 win. And it was just like, holy shit. Here goes some compassion and understanding. 
And where the fuck was this for the first two episodes? I'm telling you, this is the turbo that I like. That's the turbo. That, that's the likable turbo. But I, I am going to be honest. I wasn't sure how he was going to be in defeat. And he was gracious in defeat. He didn't give much He's- to Horatio and them. Um, but, you know, they won. Um, but he didn't bitch and moan. And he wished the people who threw him in, like, the best. I thought I thought that was pretty big of him. Um, I love good sportsmanship. Love it. Like, that really I fucking butters my biscuit. You can still be mad at your friend and still want them to succeed. And I yes. think, honestly... I don't if, think they're friends anymore. Well, I, th- I honestly think that if Turbo sat down and really kind of was, like, apologized to Nani for the situation, that it would be different. Sure thing. Now, I have a question for you guys. Turbo's legacy. He rocked everybody's shit in War of the Worlds 1. War of the Worlds 2, he got into it with Jordan, and most people put the blame on Jordan and had compassion for him. Um, But nobody liked his freak out. But because it was Jordan, everybody was kind of okay with it. They're like, yeah, fuck that guy. Um, (laughs) Really? (laughs) Because if it was anybody else... said. Fuck that motherfucker. If if it was anybody else, it would have been a problem. But, you know, people have really soured on Turbo. And then he finally does go into elimination and gets fucking smoked by rookies. Does this tarnish Turbo's legacy? No, because he they didn't win flat out. They oh, won. They, did. they won. Well, the thing is, is they won because they had help. Whether or they not won there's a they little, a there's, a, game. there's a little asterisk next to it where it says they won because they had house help. Mm-mm. Whether or not, let's just say head to head, everybody shuts the fuck up and lets them do the game. Maybe that would have been a different outcome. Because from Maybe. what I saw, Turbo we'll was know. actually Turbo was communicating really well with his partner. Like, Mm-mm. and I got to say, you know, just put him on mute and just watch him because he's so, he's so pretty still to watch. Like, I just, I, I just literally watched the whole thing on mute whenever he talked. I was like, nope. That's okay. Nope. Rob, <laughs> what do you think about Turbo's legacy now that he got fucking smoked by rookies? Oh, the reality of Turbo's legacy, he is a champ. Okay. Um, he was from Survivor UK. Um, he won a, two seasons of Survivor. Yes, won two seasons. It came over and won a challenge. It it doesn't really tarnish his legacy, but in our eyes, we feel like it tarnishes it. In my eyes, it doesn't tar- tarnish it because I'm a competitor and I understand that side of being competitive. So, uh, therefore, I'm dropping the mic on that one. Yeah. All right. So you're both wrong, and let me tell you why. <laughs> Turbo is a champ. Tell us all about how we're wrong, Malik. He's a survivor champ and a challenge champ. I mean, really, that's not, that is uncommon as fuck. It's rare. The challenge is, when it comes to competitive game shows, the challenge is the toughest one. I mean, I know some people may feel survivor is it, but guess what? All because they got to do that shit hungry don't really make them the, 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 the toughest people out there. Not shitting on the people who's one survivor. Uh, he seems like a legitimate tough guy. He's a champ, and he's a badass. I th- and I, like I said, I'm legitimately kind of terrified of the guy. The reason why it's tarnished is, one, the political game is part of the game, and you can't play it. You And, and the political game can win you a championship. Of course, you got to show up in the final. He shows that he can do that. He only was able to do that because Nani was able to guide him through that part. If you're saying that 
um, they should have an Asterix because they beat Turbo with help. Then Turbo gets an Asterix on his challenge championship because Nani gave no, him No, he help. doesn't. Because yes, he, he does. won that final by himself. He didn't need anybody. He wouldn't have gotten there without Nani. Without Nani's help. Nani helped him all season. Yep, that's true. Come on, you can't deny know. it. We, I don't we, know. We All I know is, well, listen, the way he treated Nani is similar to the way he treated this partner here. So I think he's just a good partner. I don't know how he treated this partner. We didn't fucking see her this whole entire season. But she seemed whatever. like she was happy. She didn't seem abused. Leave that poor girl She's on alone. TV. Who wouldn't be happy? But this is why it's tarnished. Wow. He talked all this shit in the first two episodes. I will see you all one by one in elimination and fuck you all up. When I catch y'all, that ass is mine. Whatever the fuck he was saying. All of that. And then when it was all said and done, you got smoked. It, it's just like when a wide receiver is talking all that shit and they have to go against the Rel Revis and the Rel Revis intercept them, you know, two times, returns one for a touchdown, the quarterback stops throwing his way. You, you talked all that shit and you got your shit rocked. It's a tarnishment. Just like Mayweather. Mayweather has won 50 fights, undefeated, beat everybody who's ever been put in front of him. If he decides to come out of retirement, even at an older age, and gets rocked by a guy who's only won two fights and lost six, his legacy is tarnished. Same goes for Turbo. That's all I got to say about that. Wrapping up, TJ is still feeling friendly. He has one more surprise. I don't like this guy, even though I hate him less with the last couple of seasons he's been on. Maybe he's turning over a new leaf. I'm not so just yet. Jordan is back. Devin and Tori's face drop. Um, I'm going to skip getting into that now because we're probably going to get into that to this first thing uh, next episode. So we're going to skip that for now. But for now, let's go right into ranking. Where do you place this episode? Hmm. How do you rank it? One to five. One to um, five? One to five stars. I actually give it a four. I feel like it's just... I liked the daily, um, the drama was there, you know, having new people show up in, you know, seal seeing, I just, I feel a lightness in this season. I, I'm kind of really enjoying it. So I'm really hoping that it stays this way and doesn't become bland. Cause so I like, I like my season uh, seasoned with extra seasoning and spice. You could at least make it a four point five. I give it a four and a four and a half, so a four point five. So uh, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna fault me for not giving them half of a yes, point. Yes, I'm faulting you for not giving them a half a point because it's bringing it all. I love you, Becky. You know this. So uh, <laughs> the drama is back. Johnny is back. What more can you ask for? I just hope the end is not near for the challenge. Okay. Rob, I agree with you. This is four and a half stars. This is um, an amazing episode. One, we have a great daily. Jesus Christ. Do you know how many shitty dailies we get? This was a great and fun daily. We have excellent A-block drama. We got shit that's going on in the house and shit that's drama-filled. We got shit to talk about in the first A-block. We got twists and turns that are good for the show. We got Kate, we got Johnny and Nani coming back this episode. We got Casey and Kenny coming back. And we got a surprise appearance by Jordan. Those are a lot of good twists to have. And despite how you may feel about Casey, the relationship that she has with Nani and the fact that she is a returning champion, that shit matters. 
The only thing that takes it away a little bit is you got the memory game daily. I mean, uh, elimination. And I know we got to have some of these every once in a while. This wasn't the episode for that one. This should have been a more of a headbanger considering that we got um, fucking Horatio, who's probably a cardio beast and Turbo, who is legit terrifying. Put this man into something fucking physical and let's see how he does. Uh, four and a half stars, almost a perfect episode. That's where I put it. I think I would have given it a higher star if it had a better elimination. I I I, I would give you that. Uh, anything else we have to cover before we get out of here? Anything else going on in Challenge Land? Uh, other than the Challenge USA bitching about the fact they didn't get a cool house. Listen, man, they can shut the fuck up. That's right. terrible. Yeah. And, 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 and nobody, nobody fucking cares. They got dragged by Tina. <laughs> yeah, I do know a lot of the cast is dropping for the Challenge Global Show. And I'm not going to lie, the cast is looking... There's some really great parts of it, but some of it is looking suspect as shit. Like What, the the, the Challenge World War of the yeah, World? Yeah, yeah, the Challenge World thing. Global. I'm... Uh, they could choose more. I I felt like what the list I've seen, especially on the girls' side, they could have chose better. Yeah, uh, there, there's group. so much better out there. Yeah, and you know you know what? It's it's just fucking disappointing that this is how Bunham and Murray and CBS treats us. But anyway, that's gonna do it for us. That is episode two of the challenge, season thirty-eight, ride or dies. Uh, before we get out of here, one, I want to thank you guys all for watching. Thank you guys all for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LWC Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and TikTok at Love War Challenges. You copy your official Love War Challenges gear at shop.lwcpodcast.com and our website is lwcpodcast.com. Get all of your customizable challenge gear at shopthechallenge.com and make sure you listen to Love War Challenges podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. Once again, I am MTV Malik. He is Robert Stewart. She is Becky at GIF Master Bex. This is Love Wood Challenges. Good night. Good night.